Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I was at an event last night, an event that we go to every summer. My mom, myself, my brother and sister we go to it's it's actually it's a beautiful event it's worth me telling you about it if you have anybody who's buried in st michael's cemetery in black rock a big cemetery as you know my dad is down there and so is my uncle but there's quite a big event midsummer they do a mass on a wednesday evening and they bring in a public address system and they have mass in the middle of the cemetery and people come down and they sit by the graves of their loved ones and they listen to the mass it's a lovely event we had it last evening um, with my, my brother and my sister and myself and my mom were down there lovely lovely evening but we're just chatting as people were chatting you could get the buzz around the place when you meet people walking in and walking out everybody is talking about RTE everybody's talking about those hearings everybody's talking about Ryan Tuberty's money and the extras and the top-ups and the 75 grand that was moving around and no one knows how it was moving around and no one really knows where it was going or who signed off on it. Christopher O'Sullivan, uh, Cork Southwest TD, was one of the people in the room yesterday when the RTE executives were being questioned. Christopher, did you get satisfactory questions or answers to any of your questions yesterday? Good morning. Hey, PJ. Um you won't be surprised to hear that no, uh, that there was very little satisfactory answers given. There was a lot of, I, I think the the executive board in particular, I went into defensive mode. Um, throughout this, especially since RT's statement was released two days ago now, on first reading that statement, what was very clear straight away is that there seemed to be, to me, a concerted effort to say, right, the former DG is no longer an employee, so she, you know, she won't be here to, to answer for herself. The former CFO is no longer on the executive board. The former, you know, uh, uh, anyone who they've implicated in this, which is mainly the former DG and the CFO, they've completely, in my, uh, in, in my view, thrown under the bus. And they said, look, we, we, there's no way we could have known enough about what was going on here. There's no, there's no way we had the information. But as as the session went on, I think there was little chinks of, of uh, there was gaps appearing in, in, in their armour, you know. Um, one example that, that I, I, I think that I'd imagine that the Public Accounts Committee, who will get another shot at a bite of the cherry today, will focus on is it will be in around the, the commercial director. The fact that you, you mentioned the €75,000 and the two invoices for €75,000, she did admit that she was aware that these invoices pertained to payment for uh, Mr. Tuberty. Mm. And, but what, what is staggering is that 
these two, she was aware of these two invoices, but there was no alarm bells or no red flags raised when it said for um, consultancy fees on these invoices. And, and his name wasn't on them. His, his name wasn't on them, but she knew that they pertained to him. Um, and the consultancy fees, she said she, for, she she forgot whether it was for consultancy fees. How would you... Ryan Tober is a TV presenter. He's not a consultant. He doesn't provide a consultancy authority. He, he presents. So how it was not a red flag. After a bit of prizing, she said, I'd, you know, I'd imagine that was someone within my office would have signed off on that. So then that begs the question of where is the oversight there? Um, there is no way that the... The remainder of the executive board—that's the 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 act um, the interim director general. What well, used to be called the RTE authority, isn't that right? Yeah, the 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 chief financial officer, the um, head of commercial. You know, there's no way they can absolve themselves for any wrongdoing here. There, there's there there was astonishing revelations. Yes, and I think, you know, even even the the chair of the board shouldn't. Uh, Niralik, um, I think her performance was certainly below par when quizzed by uh, Deputy uh, Brendan Griffin from from Kerry at the time. Uh, you know, asked her like, do, "Do you not think you would have been better off not accepting the Director General's uh, resignation?" So that I mean, yeah. the, the key the key person here, the person who would have had most of the answers, so that you know there would have been an opportunity then for uh, committees to to quiz her and provide evidence. Mm-hmm. And she she astonished. It was like. A rabbit caught in headlights. Astonishing, her answer was, um, "You know what? Maybe in hindsight, we should have had a conversation, and and, and that would have been the better thing to do." Well, what seems to emerge, Christopher, in terms of the the Director General D Forbes, who I've only ever met a couple of times, and if I've spent twenty minutes in her company, it's been an awful long time I've spent in her company. But so I don't know her at all. I couldn't purport to. But this idea that she was the only one who knew. Anyone watching back that tape of yesterday, she wasn't the only one that knew. And how on earth they still tell her, trying to tell us she was the only one with the final sign-off. Nobody buys that anymore. No, it's not credible. I think you know, yesterday there was some fantastic questioning, some really forensic questioning from TDs. Some people were really focused in on it. I, I, I would have, sometimes I'd like another bite at the cherry because I think we could have even had a more coordinated approach in that when there was those those opportunities opened up uh, you know we should have honed in on that but i think the public accounts committee will but you know i mentioned the thing about the the, the head of commercial group being aware of the invoices and the fact that there's consultancy fees there was another according to the statement there was pushback within rte against yes. um the, the director general's supposed approach in terms of this underwriting a guaranteeing of the payments so clearly if there was pushback then there was knowledge but when that question was asked, they then said that they had no knowledge of it. It was really confusing. It was contradictory. Mm. Um, and I think it's it's very, very convenient that they laid the blame squarely at those who are, have have either resigned or who are uh, no longer in, in, in positions. Yeah. It's it's it just uh, screams of, of circling the wagons and going into defensive mode. We are still told, and it's still insisted, that there has been no illegality he, here. And we must accept that until otherwise it's proven. But they're pushing it. The, whatever about the illegality, it's the ethics of this, um, PJ. The ethics yeah. of 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 using 160 euro of 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 people's hard earned money when they pay 160 euro for the TV license plus taxpayers' money as well. We might add their semi state using that money to guarantee or to underwrite a payment from a third party from a a big entity like yes. Renault. I mean that that 
that is, you know, you said that everyone last night was talking about it. Everybody is talking about it because they, they're, they're, they're angry, they're annoyed that this type of behaviour has gone on, that this culture still exists. Um, we thought we were, those days were, were, were behind us. But, uh, it, 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 you know, even Shani Ralik, astonishingly, again, there were so many jaw-dropping moments yesterday. She said, yeah, that she had no confidence in the culture at RT, yet she still had confidence in the executive board. It, it's There's contradiction after contradiction, which I think that this, unfortunately, and people might get sick of it, but this is going to ramble on for, for, for quite a while. Well, I think, unfortunately, people are all... There's, there's two thoughts about it, Christopher. I think people are already sick of it, but they're also fascinated as to how much more might be there to come out. Now, your committee did quite a good job yesterday in, if you want, cracking the ice, but it's the Public Accounts Committee's turn today. Do you expect we'll get more? I think in fairness to the Public Accounts Committee, they're more accustomed to this. Like I sit on the media committee every week. Every week we meet um, and, you know, no one usually bats a lie at the, the odd time we talk things about the future of media and, and maybe uh, uh, things like culture and sport, etc. But usually we don't get that much of attention. The Public Accounts Committee, they are seasoned at... Mm posing the, the right questions at forensically going through accounts, forensically going through statements that, you know, that this is, this is what they, they do. Mm. So we've kind of, as you say, we've, we've, we've cracked the ice. I, I think that today's committee would be, would be very, very interesting. And I'll certainly be watching closely. The, the media committee wouldn't be one we'd normally queue up to watch yesterday. We were sending out popcorn. Is, I think it'll <laughs> be, I think it'll be takeaway pizza today because. <laughs> Support comes from service now the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The, the the Rochtus TV website crashed. I think it's the first time that, that that's happened. Um, and look, you know, obviously the, the the committee room was was full. Every TD wanted to have uh, their their opportunity. Cynically, you could say, look, okay, this was an opportunity for TDs to kind of um, be, be front and center. But genuinely, what we were trying to do is get answers to the questions that the public were posing to us. You know, for example, I thought Michael Michal Carrigy, the senator, gave a great example. He's a, he's a postmaster um, where someone came into him and said, uh, Michael, I want to pay, pay my TV license. Should I make this out to Ryan Doherty or to or to Reno? I mean, that's the kind of that's the kind of attitude. <laughs> that's good day. That's good. Lastly, and I'm purely asking you to speculate here, Christopher. Where's all this going to end? 
Yeah, it's, it's a magic ball to time here. I, like, I, it was interesting. When you think about what we actually learned from yesterday, one of the things was that Ryan Tuberty certainly isn't coming back to present for RT anytime soon. Mm-hmm. The big question is, will it... Um, Will he ever come back and work for RT? I, I can't answer that question. There's, there's divided opinion on that. So that that's one. The second thing is, I I would be surprised, and I could be wrong, but I would be surprised if the existing executive board, if there's if they if they're if the same names that are there now are there in a few months' time, especially after this 120,000 payment emerges, because you must remember a lot of these boards are there since 2017 and uh, 2018. But fundamentally, look, RT is going to be there forever, right? But you know. I'm not just saying this now because I'm on a, a regional a radio station, 96FM, but, you know, for, for years, the likes of 96FM, C103, other uh, local broadcasters have been saying, you know, is it fair for RT to be getting such a big chunk of, yeah. of uh, revenue and we're here scrapping, uh, you know, fighting for the scraps of the table? That whole thing has to change. How we finance it has to change. How that looks, I don't know. Possibly, we, you know, interesting Robert Short, who I thought was excellent yesterday. And you could see the the, the emotion because, you know, this organization that he loved and he was also representing staff, you must remember. Yes. But he said for the first time ever, TV license fee income for RT has, has outstripped what they're getting from a commercial income. In other words, people aren't choosing to, to, to advertise through TV anymore. They're going digital. So they have a huge problem. But then the executive board are going to be coming back to us saying, you know, we need more money, guys. So, how is all that gonna gonna play out? Yeah. You know, and as I said, you mentioned, you mentioned Robert there, and I'm thinking myself this morning, uh, Christopher, of people that I know, and maybe you know them too, in the RTE Cork offices there down on the, on the Keys, and they have been stiffed, and they are hurt, and they are bruised by this. And my thoughts are with them because they're bloody good people. Yeah, and, and not to, we, we obviously, as you can imagine, regularly meet RT staff in the halls of Linster House, you know, whether it's the journalists, the reporters, you know, they're always uh, staying in constant contact, doing their job, doing their job really well, not getting paid a whole lot, I might add. And they've had to, you know, they've had to watch staff, their colleagues being laid off during this pay cutting process. Like, this is, can you imagine that? So they've had to watch colleagues being laid off, take maybe early retirement or being laid off. And they also work with a lot of freelancers on a day-to-day basis, freelancers who are, who are having to scrape and, and, and are completely uncertain about when they might be used or what the future is. They've had to, to, to take their own pay cuts and then they see this special treatment for this, you know, this, this, uh, who some people saw as this messiah, you know, the most important presenter in RT, it, it must really irk them. And I, I, like, you know, there was a protest in RT a couple of days ago and some high profile names stood up and said, look, this is time to call this out. This has this kind of treatment has to stop. Whatever about people have been paying more than others, you know, that's happened, that happens in every happens walk of life. But, but the spe- special treatment and the kind of manipulating of accounts to make sure that he got what he wanted is, uh, yeah, it, it, as you say, they're angry. They're very angry. Christopher, thank you, Christopher Sullivan. Uh, Cork Southwest Finnefall TD, member of that committee yesterday, another committee meeting this afternoon. I can remember back along the line, Jerry Ryan and Gay Bourne used to mention the problems they had with RTE management. It seems to be a place that definitely needs to have management taken down a peg or two. I think that's happening at the moment before our eyes. Where it'll end, who knows? Cork's 96 FM. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business. Removing friction and frustration for your employees. Supercharging productivity for your developers. Providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.